everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rachel Freeman Sowers live show. And I am so happy that all of you are joining us tonight, and I'm so excited about our guest. But before we dive into that, I just want to tell you that this is the go-to place for entrepreneurs and professionals to really become more bold in the expression of themselves, their mission, and their truth in the online world, and also with video. My guest tonight is all about creating change and creating positive impact in communities and helping other people do that. Now, you might see there's a few little different things in the background. So just like give me a thumbs up if you can see and that tell me that you love it because I changed it up. Now, usually I'm actually right over there so you can see my total setup, but I thought, oh my gosh, I want people to see the new setup behind me. It's really about inclusivity. It's really about me becoming more radically visible and allowing other people to see what's important to me, allowing other people to get a little insight into my soul and into my heart. And so I'm so excited. And yes, I did that flag right there. I have to point like that's kind of... I did it all and I'm excited about it. So let's move on to my guest because I've known a guest that is coming on for quite some time. And we actually first met, we had done some community work together. And also we were at this function and I, I just went up to her because you you know how I am. You know, if I feel something, if I, my intuition, the wise one within me is telling me to talk to someone, well, guess what? You, I'm going to talk to you. And so my intuition was telling me to talk to my guest and I just went up to her and And I I said, hey, you know, just want to let you know that I'm here to support you in any way that you may need it. And (laughs) maybe like so many of you in my community that I go, that I just walk up to and talk to, she's like, great, thanks. And, you know, we were friends and she was so polite, but she was almost, it was almost like, okay, yeah, sure. And long behold, we figured out how we could work together. And it's been such an honor for me to work with her and for me to have her in this realm to where we are making these community impacts together. Because really what I want my business to be about is deeper relationships. I want it to be about leaving a legacy and my guest wants to leave a legacy. Okay. So I'm not going to put it off anymore. As you well know, we're talking about creating change in your community and beyond. And so I'm going to um, introduce my guest now. So when I bring her on, please show her all the love with the thumbs up and hearts and hellos. So I'm going to read her bio right now. Okay. Lori McNeil is a mission-driven professional with extensive marketing technology experience and a passion for social good projects. You know what? Someone that has a passion for social good projects needs to get over and tell them to join us right now. She holds degrees in materials engineering and management from Columbia University and Claremont McKenna College, respectively. She began her professional career developing materials for space vehicle applications at the NASA AMS Research Center and ultimately extended her expertise to helping Fortune 500 companies understand and optimize their investment in the digital world through data analytics. Say that five times fast. I can barely get it out once. Lori is the founder of the Civic Hacker Network and the Civic Hacker Summit, a community and virtual conference that celebrates and supports people using data and technology for civic and social good. 
She provides data strategy and analytics consulting services to institutions and nonprofits, and now soon to individuals. So please help me welcome my guest, Lori McNeil, as I bring her on. Hello! Hi. I'm going to remove this. Nice really? background. I know. So exciting. The thumbs up part. Yes. This is the fire. Is fire. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're the fire emotes. <laughs> I am so, so very happy and feel so honored that you have agreed to join me on the Rachel Freeman Sours Live Show. As you know, I love promoting and lifting up and getting radical visibility for causes that I I truly believe in. And I cannot tell you how blessed I felt to have known you in so many different capacities. We worked at Girls Inc. together. You know, we did some things there. So tell me a little bit about why you started your business. What propelled you to start your business? Sure. Yeah, I actually, it was because of me trying to make an impact in my community. There was a data project that I was asked if I wanted to participate in with our local anti-trafficking group. And Mm. I was like, sweet. And kind of when you're a data analytics person and somebody's like, we have a data problem, like they're like, okay, where's the hammer? You know, because we have this nail. So (laughs) I get those kind of things a lot. (laughs) Sometimes it's not relevant, but this time, you know, it absolutely was a very interesting and challenging task that you know, they were seeking to accomplish. And, you know, I was looking around for some examples. Okay, well, what's come before me? Like, what are other people doing? And as I started to dig more into that, I just had my eyes open to this whole amazing world of people having creative uses of data for advocating for an issue, for driving policy change. Um, Mm. The hackathon world was kind of still a little new to me. And so, um, yeah, it just really opened my eyes. So my learning journey caused me to, for reasons that we have talked about, Mm -hmm. I made, decided I'm going to make an event to help other people. That'll make sure I do it. Mm -hmm. And then I was off to the races like a woman possessed putting together that Civic Hacker Summit before before all summits were virtual. Before it was cool, Mm -hmm. y'all. Did it here first. Global Trailblazers. Online. (laughs) So... And that was, it was absolutely wonderful. And I learned so much and just connecting with the community was so great that to keep that going, the Civic Hacker Network was created. Mm. And that is how I started the organization. And fast forward a couple of years and working together, looking at, okay, this has been a passion and a labor of love. Can it be a business? And what do we say? Yes. Yes, it yes, can. Yes, it can. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got to tell you all out there that I'm saying y'all a lot, but I got to tell you that I didn't know much about what Lori did. Like she's talking about using data analytics and all of these things for social good, but I wasn't sure what role that would play. I mean, if you ask me how to touch people's heart, how to help them with their emotions, how to work them through trauma, I'm all about that. But the piece that I didn't know about was the importance of what Lori is doing to help organizations create change. And it's not just change for a minute, but it's really creating this passing on or paying it forward kind of change that allows someone else to do something and is someone else to do something. When you talk about data analytics, can you give us the shortened version about what really that means? Like, why is it important? 
Yeah, sure. So take the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we walk in there, we don't really think that much about how things are laid out. You know, why is the milk all the way the heck in the back? Why are mm-hmm. the eggs in the back? <laughs> why is the stupid toys by the checkout place where mm-hmm. I don't want my son doing? Okay, but there's obviously very smart people, very strategic people mm-hmm. who have spent the time to look at and observe collect data points about, Mm -hmm. well, what happens? How do we get people to buy more things? Mm -hmm. Well, if someone's running into the store quickly for milk, if they just go in the front of the store, Mm -hmm. uh, if we put the milk in the front of the store, well, then they'll just come in and get what they need and leave. But if they have to walk through the bakery aisle, well, Mm -hmm. you know, they might be hungry (laughs) to work. So we'll get them, right? And so this is a, you know, a testable hypothesis. So like hypothesis, it's about Mm -hmm. kind of really at the end of the day, it's kind of that scientific cycle that's used in every area of our human advancement Mm -hmm. where we have an inquiry, we have a question, we get the information we need to answer the question. And that Mm -hmm. information to answer our questions and solve our problems, how we can use that information, Mm -hmm. those are your analytics. Same thing for, you know, optimizing in the laboratory, mm-hmm. <laughs> optimizing business online um, in terms of like an e-commerce website. And then now we're looking at field of evaluation and developing communities, developing programs all over the world. You know, this is a, it's a pretty, it has different labels and the labels, mm-hmm. you know, evolve over time. There were no data science, there was no data science, right? When I was mm-hmm. coming up in school, that's not what we tell anybody yeah. But the idea, the concept of what we do mm-hmm. as people and how we make good decisions is the same. Yeah. And I think we've talked about too some of the projects and some of the things you've been able to do. Like you're talking about data analytics for to help with homelessness. You know, you're talking about data analytics for trafficking. You're talking about data data analytics for I want to say like police monitoring or community monitoring. I don't really know what the technical term is, but there's all these ways that we're using data to then say, if we can do these things in our communities, we can create these changes. So what really does your business stand for? As part of that learning journey and creating that first summit, I was really amazed at how open people were to talking to me, um, to wanting to participate, to wanting to be a part of it. When mm-hmm. I received the like, well, what are you trying to do? Who are you? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to accomplish from a certain you know established group? It's just like, oh, even in this, we have the things that we are used to dealing with as we're trying to move through the world. Yes. So yes. I just, it's not right. And, you know, I say this is like civic hacking for the rest of us, right? Like not Mm -hmm. everybody lives in San Francisco or Philadelphia or Chicago where they have these amazing initiatives um, going on. So it becomes an equity issue Mm -hmm. when you have people that are in, you know, more rural areas and they have different kind of tech ecosystem around them. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen the disparities and like what happens when we allow technology to develop in these silo type Mm -hmm. areas, right? We know what's going to happen. But now we're talking about public interest, data for public Mm -hmm. interest. We're talking about technology that allows people to have access to food, (laughs) to their resources, to social safety nets. You know, it's not okay to just sit back and accept like that same path of mm-hmm. path to mediocrity yeah. that we allowed to happen in in private sector, you know, tech. So yeah, yeah, it's about creating more. There are more people who want to work on these things, who care about mm-hmm. their communities, and want to bring forward solutions than there are people to support them. So mm-hmm. I feel like there needs to be a gap because you know, otherwise people give up or people don't try. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to stand in that gap and say yes. like you. Also, 
are, need to be part of this and you can mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. You have the vision don't let anybody make you stop or just because you know you can't have be part of their national organization doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you can't make a change in your community Ooh, okay that's like i feel like that's a mic drop moment if i had one that was bedazzled it might be too much but i'm telling you now you know why Lori is my guest here on the rachel freeman sours live show because that is really what it's about i mean like people say in business oh if i can do it you can do it but the fact of the matter is is that sometimes that's just not possible because there isn't equity because someone that lives in rural america doesn't have the internet connection doesn't have this doesn't have that and we think that because when we say that that we're really empowering people. But I wonder sometimes, I've never said this out loud, I wonder sometimes if we really are. I wonder sometimes if that is as effective, like, hey, I see you, I hear you, and we are listening to you. I mean, let's not forget the number one thing that people want in life is to be seen and heard. We want to know that we matter, that we're making a difference. And so, you know, you and I have been now talking about what you do. Can you tell me a little bit about, and you said, you know, you're bridging that gap. That's what you're doing. You're bridging the gap between, I'm just going to say corporate because I don't know what else to call it. So the big guns over here and the regular people over here, and you're bridging that gap. So what are you using to bridge that gap? How are you doing that? And who are you serving? Yeah. So, you know, we're talking about, we're in the 2021, right? So mm-hmm. if an organization you know has a program or a grassroots group has a project that is looking to create change in their community, no matter the issue, mm-hmm. really technology and data are going to come into it. So, you know, the yes. mission statement is like, you know, people who are using data and technology to create impact in their communities. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, at a minimum, right, we need to be talking about some data because how are you going to know if you're making an impact if you're not? Yes. Ready? serving those people who are working on issues in their community. And the, you know, I I feel like the bridging of the gap comes with creating that global network. And I think global is important, Mm -hmm. especially like here in the US, we think about like, we know everything, we have all the answers when the fact is, you know, there's other countries are (laughs) ahead of us in open data, ahead of us Mm -hmm. in access in certain ways, ahead of us in privacy laws. So the, you know, the global network and that global set of solutions helps people who are in say our town to mm-hmm. be able to, if they take the time to do it, you know, you take stock of what exists and there's a whole yes. lot of existing solutions. That you know, motto is problems have solutions, not a solution. Problems have solutions mm-hmm. I mean, because it's going to look different depending on where you are mm-hmm. and you need it to reinvent the wheel and yes. start at the, and repeat mistakes. And it's just not necessary. And so if we can get people together in a community, get them connecting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it's a lot of even personal, like, okay, what do you need over here? Hey, mm-hmm. I have a vast network uh, and mm-hmm. I know some, you know, three experts I can connect you mm-hmm. with over here. So it's really about kind of a, an incubation type environment of nurturing mm-hmm. folks who are, could be there just getting started or they're far on their way. It's just kind of what organically the Civic Hacker Network, you know, was designed to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, less organically now we're in a position to be able to have our first program, which is this community impact accelerator, mm-hmm. which is the same idea with, you know, more tailored and focused, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 12 week program to really meet people where they're at and connect and do mm-hmm. more of that connecting, including with certain specific skills and, you know, you know, workshops and just helping folks stay accountable to their mission 
mission, mm-hmm. stay devoted to what they're doing and help sustain them knowing they're supported. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm believed like that's another thing too. Like, right. You mm-hmm. can have no homeless veterans on the street. There are so many people that if you say that to them, they're like, yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. they're this, because there's that, because people don't want to do it. People. And it's just like, yes. there's nothing like to me, like that's the worst. <laughs> Like, that's just the worst because you're like, hey, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And like, we can do this. And then people mm-hmm. are like, no, you can't. And we need those people that have that vision mm-hmm. to do their dang thing. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, there's a whole ass organization mm-hmm. that is what they are touting all over the country. And they've just been given hundreds of millions of dollars to scale bringing veteran homelessness down to zero, mm-hmm. county by county, community by community. And they were part of the Civic Hacker Summit mm-hmm. and their name is Community Solutions and they're worth everybody's support. Nice. Okay. Oh, great plug. Yeah. Yes. So I think like one of the most important things that I appreciate about learning about your business and what you're really wanting to do in this world is that you have the depth. It's not just like, oh, you know, I have these things and it's this wide. But what you can do is you have such a knowledge of helping nonprofit organizations. You have a, a knowledge about helping corporate organizations. And now you're offering this knowledge to the individuals, those people in the communities that are like, hey, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get this started, but I have this idea. Or maybe they're in the middle and they're like, I'm stuck. I can't get funding. I don't know how to get funding, right? That's when you're jumping in and you're saying, hey, this is the data you need. This is where you're going to be most supported. And then those people that are close to the end, but just are like ready to be like, oh, but they don't want to give up. And Throughout this whole entire journey of your clients, you're able to support them on every way. And that is the depth of it. Because let's face it, we will hit resistance. There will be people that will tell you, you can't do it. And I'm here to tell you, you can do whatever the F you want to do. It's what you want to do. And this is why I love working with my clients, because that is the ultimate truth. Now, there may be different ways you have to rephrase it. There may be different ways you have to couch an idea or present an idea. But at the end of the line, you're here to make an impact. I'm here to make an impact. And you just like you said, you got to do your dang thing. Mm -hmm. And you become determined and you become like, well, I'm just saying this stubbornness, this Taurus that's in me that says no one's telling me I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. When I went totally online in 2019, people were like, are you sure? What is that going to look like? How are you going to make money? And literally one year later, everyone was trying to go online. So you stick with your conviction, whoever you are out there. I know that Deb is watching, like she is stuck to her conviction about ending Alzheimer's. She is stuck to helping her community in so many different ways, right? And this is what it's about. We've done quite a bit of work together. And can you tell me some of the major shifts that have happened for you to help you create this business that really fits you and not you fitting into the business? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I I mean, there have been so many things (laughs) that have changed up here in here. It's just you know, where to start on a practical level, being able to connect, to settle in, to trust, right? And, you know, with that comes the ability to just say, you know what, my success is inevitable, right? Mm. So just keep going, <laughs> like, you know, like, and, <laughs> and not, and the shift to, you know, because Lord knows we keep going, right? People know how to yes. do that from a ama- yes. from really crazy situations. People do amazing things. They keep going, but do they do it with joy? Do they do it mm. right with, does the love get sapped out of what their initiative mm. um, was about that, you know, they like, uh, I hate my community. I don't want to help anymore. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like how, how do you keep going? Is it killing you or mm. is it giving you life? So mm. um, I think that's a big shift as well to be able to really practice moving forward in a healthy way, not in mm. a, I'm an overcomer, you know, I'm overcoming things with mm-hmm. <laughs> like struggling mm-hmm. with. And it makes all the difference in the world because like I did I, the whole, I did a summit, like I got sick. I couldn't stop. Like I was compelled mm-hmm. to do the thing, but mm-hmm. it was hard on my body mm-hmm. by the end, you know, like, you know, by the, the end of everything. And, yes. you know, that is a totally different feeling than the way that I'm able to be, do the same steps, but mm-hmm. without feeling like it's going to end me. Mm-hmm. So really important, I think. Really, like that's life saving, yeah. right? Like people yeah. kill themselves. <laughs> like, look, not like, yes. but, but your heart attacks, strokes. There's a way to work and have it be something that is life-giving for you. Yeah. I think that I would love to have people write in the comments if they experienced anything similar to Lori, because Lori's story is very common. I found it common for myself. And like, it's almost like if I ever have to work for someone else, I might, it might kill me. And so I do what I need to do, but it's not soul sucking. Right. And I know what soul sucking feels like and how it, how my body reacts to that. And so now you're, you have this awareness of just being able to operate in such a different way, which then allows you to communicate with your potential clients in any community impact you want to make in a whole different way. I mean, there's no more fear about what you're saying or rejection or any of that. It's not like you deserve to be here. You just are here and that is good enough. Like you are you coming in. And I've been talking about and what you'll hear more about here on the Rachel Freeman Sowers Live Show is this term radical visibility. And so I'm wondering for you, you know, in the beginning when we started working together into now, how have you shifted and being able to be radically visible? What does that mean to you? For me, radical visibility, it really means kind of like liberating yourself from the Mm -hmm. gaze of others. So I know (laughs) serious, seriously. So I just finished that um, Rebecca Carroll's book, Surviving the White Gaze. It's a book about Mm. her biracial black woman adopted into a white family and was Mm. raised in like, like they didn't have any black people around. (laughs) So, you know, her story is amazing. But I just that phrase, it's not normally my type of book, but I was really curious by that phrase. And then I think even more so like, Can you free yourself from the heteronormative gaze? Can you free yourself from the patriarchal gaze? Like, how are you looking at yourself Mm. when you're showing up? Radically visible is seeing yourself through your love, self-love, through not that other self, (laughs) not somebody else's gaze, but yours. Yeah, that's That's what it means to me. Oh my gosh. It's beautiful. Like this comes with a different feeling of freedom. It's kind of like another, a whole nother level of freedom. When you have this ability, it doesn't mean that there isn't any self-doubt. It doesn't mean that you don't occasionally think like, oh, what are people going to think? Cause you know what, before I went on here to be completely honest, I thought, what are people going to think? And I told Lori, that's what I thought. So if we're going to be completely honest, let's do that and be real with ourselves and say, I see that in myself and I'm doing this thing anyway, because this is what radical visibility means to me. And it means something different to everybody. 
And so we've talked about how people can help their initiatives, their community impact programs, whatever that they want to become radically visible, showing up for themselves. And again, that depth that you're going to offer them and this community impact accelerator is really going to give them that ability to do that. Because it's not just about giving them a worksheet. It's about helping them through those most difficult times when you want to be supported. Because that is, for me, um, one of the biggest joys in the work that I do is I get to support people like you. And that's important. I know that that is very important in your work. So as we wrap up here, I would just love to have you tell people where that where they can find you at. If you want to chat to me, I'm most often on Twitter. I believe I am the Lori McNeil. <laughs> I'm at the- Lori McNeil on Twitter. And the, you know, my um, organization's website is called civic-hackers.org. And so that's where you can, you know, sign up for email and keep up with our events and meetups and, you know, get on our Slack channel. And then, you know, the summit is civichackersummit.com. And so, you know, that's where you'll see when the next summit comes up and also Mm -hmm. the um, gateway to the archive lives actually in both places. But okay. Yeah. And so we mentioned the community impact accelerator. When are you taking, do you have a waiting list? If people are interested in finding out more about that, where should they go? If they go to civic, I'm trying to think of the path is if you go to civic, I don't know, girl. So I'm going to have her put it in the comments. Because I, I do have a waiting list. <laughs> I know. I know. Or go I... to my Twitter. Like, go to the Twi- okay. Twitter for Civic Hacker. For Civic Hacker Network is mm-hmm. at, at Hacker Civic. And it's, like, posted there all the time. And it'll be pinned. Okay. Like, so, yeah. If you really want to stay up to date, it's the Twitters. And if people aren't on Twitter, she is on Facebook. It's called Civic Civic Hackers, right? I'm pretty at sure. Civic Hackers on Facebook. If you do want to get a hold of her and you can't find her, always feel free to reach out to me. I can direct you in the right place and you can always private message her. I just want to say one more time, thank you for coming on the show. I love having women like you on here and who are making this difference, who are open-hearted and open-minded and really about creating this legacy of positive change for futures to come. So I'll end this video like I end every single video and ask you to make sure to stay true to yourself, be kind to others, and to always, always, always honor the wise one that is within you. I hope to see you all on the next Rachel Freeman Cyrus live show. I'll talk to you then. Bye. Thank you.